0: Seekers. Oh, I love that. Uh, I'm trying to get away from like,
1: hey, (laughs) friends.
0: Anyways, welcome back to the Magic Seeker Society. We are your hosts. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christine. And we are so happy you're here. Yeah. Thanks thanks for joining us.
1: Uh, Girl. Wow. I was about to say the same thing. Wow. Typically. Typical. Yeah, typical. There Typically. we go. Typically. Typically. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What's hey, that? Girl? How's it going? It's going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, it's a Monday, and it feels like a Monday. Yeah, I hate it. You also fed us this really delicious dinner. I'm always
0: feeding us really sleep-inducing meals <laughs> <Yeah>. right before you <laughs> record, and you know what? I'm not sorry I'm because not sorry it was either. delicious.
1: It it um. You know when, oh, I feel like I say this every episode, but, like, full belly, happy heart. Like, it's, like, content. Yeah. Like, I could fall asleep right now and yeah. sleep really well because what you fed us was delicious. Thank you. And thank sleep you. sleep-inducing. Thank you. Um, on the flip side, we now are here to chat. <laughs> yes, we are. So sleep will have to wait a little bit longer.
0: Yes. And I just said, I don't want to do this because I don't want to talk about my feelings. But I know. here we are.
1: I'm proud of you. Thanks. Yeah. been a rough day yeah yeah i feel like i uh texted sarah earlier and was like hey what's getting me through today is the fact that i get to hug you later (laughs) and she was like yeah i'm not having a good day (laughs) i'm like oh we'll be together Um, soon
0: yeah so i guess we can start off our
1: the way that we do the way that we do, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, which is to ask you, "How's your heart feeling today?"
0: Um. So, it, I I've planned this out the whole day <laughs> because I knew this question was coming, and in my head, the meme. I think her name is Dorinda from Real Housewives of New York City. Uh. It's just her, and she says, not well, bitch. So, that's my answer. How's my heart doing? Not well, bitch.
1: <laughs> not well, bitch. <laughs> I've seen that meme, and, like, the gif that goes along with it, and it's horrible because every time I see it, it makes me chuckle. But I'm like, clearly this woman is not doing well. Why am I laughing? But the way she does it so confidently, just like, not well, bitch. Not well. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. I don't know what's happening.
1: Yeah.
0: I did write it down. Oh, okay. I was like feeling some sort of way this morning. And I'm just giving our listeners a fair warning. My brain is so foggy. Mm. I feel like I can't even think straight. So if I'm just babbling nonsense, no, I didn't. We're, okay.
1: We are, <laughs> we are following along.
0: <laughs> um,. Yeah, I feel like I'm just going to read what I wrote. Um, That I've had debilitating anxiety this past Mm -hmm. week. Like, it hasn't been this bad in a really long time. And usually it manifests itself as, like, nervousness Mm -hmm. about just, like, whatever. But this week it's, it's manifesting as, like, um, my brain reminding me of every single little weird, awful thing that I've ever said, and mm-hmm. just like playing that over and over in my mind that I can't even like think straight.
1: It's a miserable loop to be. What stuck the hell? In. Who did yeah. this to me? Who? For real?
0: Who is poking my voodoo doll? Girl, z- z- I was just <laughs> gonna say someone's <laughs> fucking with your voodoo doll. Yeah. Wow. Um and I'm gonna be really honest. Yeah. I got two stoned on Saturday.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> and that's yes, for the honesty.
0: <laughs> I got two stoned on Saturday and I was just like in the fetal position for mm-hmm. all day. Just like where am I? What am I doing right now? <laughs> and I think that kind of like kickstarted it. So maybe um I'll will t- take a little break a uh, a little break from the devil's lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: never For, uh, heard it called that a little before. bit. <laughs> well, I think um I mean you remember from when we were younger and we would drink like just more than we had any business drinking. Yeah, and like you would. Not you specifically, but a person would, like, go down that emotional spiral. Yeah. And sometimes, even long after you drank, you're, like, still kind of mentally in that. Yeah. So I can't relate to, like, the high downward spiral, but I can absolutely relate to the drunk downward spiral. Yeah. And... Like, not only does it feel like shit when you're in it, but when you're, like, past it, like, it's clearly out of your system, you still feel like shit over how you were feeling. Exactly. And then it's, like, a shame spiral, but then you're still kind of dealing with the thoughts you were having in that downward spiral. Oh, my God. Like, they're, like, just, like, reverberating in the back of your head. And, Like,
0: it just, like, keeps replaying, like, what I was thinking and what I was going through. And it's, like, clogging up, like, all my... My good thoughts passage is being, like, just, like, a little clogged right now. Yeah. By just some, like, (sighs) bad motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Um, there are a lot of people that can relate to that because I know I've been there and it's not uncommon, but it really fucking sucks while you're going through it. Yeah. And it probably feels really isolating because so much of it is in your head. Oh, totally. That you're like, you can, even with me, like, you can tell me what you're thinking, but all I can do for you is tell you, like, I don't want to say that you're wrong, but like, if you're like, oh, I'm thinking that you don't love me, I'm like, you're wrong. That's not true, but like, that's not going to, I can, I mean, I'll tell you till you want to hear it, but like, I know it's not going to fix it. So it's tough to be stuck in that.
0: Yeah, it's so weird. And like, I feel like my brain is telling me like you're a worthless piece of shit, yeah. but then my soul like knows that I'm not. Mm-hmm. So, I I am very self aware. Yeah. If that makes sense, even though my my brain is a little cloudy right now, like I'm I'm self aware of all of these thoughts that I'm yeah. having. Like I know that there will be an end. But right now I'm just a little stuck. I'm, yeah. I am. I'm tired. Of, like, like, it's, like, I'm, like, physically draining, too. Mm-hmm. Just, like, having racing thoughts like that. But yeah. I haven't had it in a while. So.
1: Just sucks that it's back.
0: I know. It's, it's really uncomfortable. Back. It's, oh, like, yeah. yeah. And, like, doesn't even make me... It's just
1: uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That really sucks. Anyways. I'm sorry that you're going through that.
0: Thanks, girl. It'll... it'll It'll get better.
1: Yeah. I'm really happy, though, that even though it's hard to see it, deep down you know it's not right. Not real. Not real, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. where it's like you know um, it's your anxiety talking. Right. So It's not me. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, once you feel yourself coming out of it a little bit better, you'll be able to jump back and say, like, oh, I know that wasn't really how I feel about myself. That was my anxiety talking. Exactly. And that's really hard. I think that... That also happens a lot with depression in general, where, you know, you're totally. just having all these horrible thoughts, you are know, like, I know this isn't who I am. Right. But there's something with my brain right now that's telling me it is. Right. That's really difficult.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. It'll get better. You're really strong for sharing that.
0: Thanks. I don't smoke weed, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what you should get out of that. Oh, man. Or just know that sometimes it might make you feel some shit you don't want to
0: feel. Oh, man. It had, like, the total opposite effect of what it was supposed to do. And then I was just, like, sitting in a corner, like.
1: (sighs) (laughs) it's horrible. But it's kind of funny. Which I guess is a good sign that you are going to see, like, the other side of it all. Where you're like, oh, okay, yeah. we're getting to the point where, looking it's, back on it, it's a little funny.
0: No, it's hilarious. <laughs> like, I'm such a, a lightweight. Yeah. And then something funnier, CoStar, sent me a...
1: It's um, <laughs> so rude. It's so rude and so I fucked it up. In your Instagram story.
0: CoStar, the app, sent me a little push notification that said... Like they do, like the your day at a glance, mm-hmm. right? And it has like a little sentence, and sometimes it's really fucking rude. Yeah, it like is. today, it said, "You are a constellation of sadness." <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, get out of my face.
1: Thank you were trying to put it in a really beautiful way, <laughs> but what you're saying is, I'm struggling.
0: <laughs> you're saying my sadness is as big as the universe. <laughs> Oh
1: man, I know. Sometimes coast Star really just comes for you. It really does. That's not fair.
0: That's not fair at all. No. But you know what? Also funny. <laughs> it
1: is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, as the week goes by, yeah, you know, you'll start to slowly fear yourself coming. I,
0: out of it. I am. I know you haven't seen it yet, but I am kind of like comparing my feelings to what I'm feeling like the past few days, and I am totally Bo Burnham in inside right now. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, giggly, but also, like, a little crazy in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, I feel like I need to go make, like, awesome art right now. Yeah. Just, like, since I'm
1: feeling all of these emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do tomorrow. I love that idea. Who knows what'll come out of it? I know. Yeah, I haven't watched... So, I wanted to watch the Bo Barnum special. I know, and you still need to... Yeah, but it's and I make will you exactly, and that's what everyone keeps telling me. And I feel mm-hmm. like I haven't had the time to give it the attention that it needs. Yeah, you know, like I know it's a moment. Like I'm gonna have to sit with it and yeah. fully take it all in. Um, and I just haven't had a chance to be able to do that yet.
0: I think because you're you're definitely like um. A if I'm feeling sad, I want to watch something sad that will make me cry.
1: Yes, kind because of because it feels like a pressure release.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. When you're feeling sad, but you like don't want to watch Bones for like this eighteenth time.
1: Sorry, I'm putting it out there. <laughs> Guys, Bones is my favorite TV show. Um, I have a tattoo for it. Like, it's pretty bad. I've seen the whole series 13 times. I say that embarrassingly and proudly at the same time. It's my comfort show. I know it all so freaking well. I have all the DVDs. (laughs) The DVDs, people. (laughs) I've seen all the bonus features. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyways,
0: so, um, yes. if you don't want to, like, repeat, if you yes. want, if you're feeling adventurous, mm-hmm. but also sad, yes, watch it.
1: It is good to have, in my opinion, on deck stuff that you know will make you cry. Oh, for sure. Um, I think I, you
0: put that in your Instagram story the I other I did, yeah. Day. Recently,
1: I did a thing where it was like, uh, what's the one thing that always makes you cry? What's the one movie that always makes you yeah. cry? Um, your husband and your mother both said the same answer, which I cracked me up. I saw
0: that. <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know, I don't think I told Harold that or if he saw it, but yeah, yep, they both, my husband and my mom both said, P.S. I love you. And Which
1: is a heartbreaker whew, of a movie. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. <clears throat> um, But I'm definitely of the belief where if my emotions are getting the best of me and, and it feels really just under the surface, then sometimes... I, I, and maybe it is ridiculously unhealthy where I'm like instead of just letting myself think about what's making me sad I'd almost rather watch something that's different that will let me cry and like let me release that pressure that like emotional pressure oh my gosh yeah. um I don't think that's unhealthy at all
0: I'm like I'd it's rather just, a, just let it out it's a coping mechanism yeah and you need to do whatever will get you through hmm absolutely I mean
1: in a healthy way and yeah that's healthy exactly it could be something significantly worse instead i'm like oh it's been a really rough few days i feel super emotional let me put on i don't know it's something that criminal, I know minds. Be- oh, criminal minds no wait I, yeah okay okay so criminal minds is like a new favorite of mine yeah um but i will say that happened recently where um i was re-watching an old episode that i forgot ended up being an incredibly emotional episode. Mm-hmm. And while I watched it, I cried so much harder mm-hmm. than the episode would have naturally let me cry. Yeah. And I realized in that moment, like, oh, crap, I needed this. Like, I yeah. I had I just been holding in so much stuff that I needed to just, like, really let it all out. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I got my go-tos. There's, like, a few scenes awesome. in certain shows or certain movies where I'm like, oh, that's going to wreck me if mm-hmm. I watch that. Um, and sometimes it feels good. You know, yeah. you just gotta let it all out.
0: I like to believe that I'm a big crier just because I feel like I am an emotional person, but I'm really not mm-hmm. a big crier. I don't know if we've ever, we've ever talked about that.
1: We haven't, but I've noticed it.
0: Yeah. Um, but when it happens, I'm done. Yeah.
1: I feel like just you're bed. <laughs> a big misty eye person. I think Where, I'm a big like, misty eye person, Your though. eyes will get like pretty misty. Um, but then I'm like.
0: You shut the fuck up. <laughs> you, sh- you don't do this right
1: now. <laughs> oh, my God. When, like, I'm the oppos- opposite. You you cry when I give you half and half. Yeah, I got emotional, <laughs> uh, like, 10 minutes ago because Jess, my brother's wife, uh, we're supposed to be getting ramen this Friday for dinner. And I made a joke the other night, last night when I saw them. Uh, we were all together about how like getting ramen in the summer, like my body just naturally runs so hot. I'm always hot. I'm always sweating. Super attractive. Um, and so I made a joke that like we're going to go to dinner. I'm going to wear like the least amount of clothes possible. I'm going to put like a high bun in my hair because I'm like, I'm going to be sweating eating ramen. But I love ramen. So I'm totally down for it. And Jess on Instagram DM'd me an item from their menu that wouldn't be hot. Like it's not ramen soup, but it's mm-hmm. still like one of their dishes. And she sent it to me saying, like, oh, here's an option for you to eat on Friday that's not going to be as hot as getting ramen. And, like, I had to look away from my phone screen because I was like, oh, the tears are (laughs) coming. Like, it was just so sweet, so thoughtful. Yeah. Like, I'll get emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. I'm not
0: going to do it. You also just got emotional just, like, petting Olive
1: okay here's the thing with your dog (laughs) okay i love animals first of all um i have a cat but you know i do love dogs and um i made this absolutely we were just talking about this horrendous mistake when i first started coming around your child that i would like throw i don't want to say her name because then i know she's gonna like jump up on me because she's literally sitting at my feet right now yeah um but I made the mistake of like l- when I first started coming around, like laying down on the floor with her and like playing and letting her like lick me and all this stuff. And it's been like almost three years now, and she still wants that. And I haven't done it in over two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and she still wants that attention, and it's a inner fight because I want <laughs> I want to give it to her, but I know. I know you do it's so bad for her and then like she wants to like jump up and she wants to like i hold her like a baby sometimes and she wants me to do that all the time when she sees me come in the door and so we're like sitting on the couch and i I, she was being so good and she was sitting and i was just like petting her but she has the most human eyes and i'm like looking in her eyes (laughs) i'm like looking in her eyes and I'm like petting her and I'm telling her she's beautiful, and I could like feel my eyes getting misty. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, you're so beautiful. Do you know how beautiful you are? I love oh you so god. much. <laughs> I was just getting emotional girl, talking you know to her.
0: I've been there too. Right? I, I love that you love my big ba- baby girl. Oh, my bagel. Your bagel.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, obviously, but- bagel, baby girl.
1: I wouldn't <laughs> mind being called a bagel. It's fine. <laughs>
0: The baby girl so much
1: Yeah, she's the sweetest So, she And she is. loves me a lot And She I love her too. is deeply
0: obsessed with you yeah. And I've never seen her act the way that she does Around anyone
1: else but you I
0: love that Yeah, she's obsessed it Makes
1: me feel special I always joke that You are very like, special, yeah Oh, thank you I always joke that if I could just find someone who looks at me The way that she looks at me Like, I'd marry that person Or Done. the way that you look at chocolate chip cookies Oh, yeah Um uh, you said that to me so long ago that was I really years didn't. ago yeah yeah that was a long
0: time ago uh
1: we used to early in the morning at work like fresh out of the oven eat chocolate chip cookies and I don't I guess I was just looking at my cookie which sounds <laughs> really nasty <laughs> and Sarah said like I don't even remember how you worded it but I think you were like um, I'll know when you found the one when you look at them the way you look at a chocolate chip cookie. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I was like yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Even? I was like that makes sense. That's a really good way to. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So. Wow. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Okay. Well, yeah. how's your heart feeling? My heart's feeling good. I I think I, I said this to you earlier. Today was a little rough at work. Mm-hmm. Um. It's now... I've now been at work for... This is my third week and... Is it really? Isn't that wild? I know. I think it's because the 4th of July holiday was thrown in there that I ended up having like shorty weeks and stuff. Um, But this is my third week and there are certain aspects of the job that I love and they are mainly the perks. You know, I love my schedule. I love my pay. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, I love even like my commute to work. Which is kind of nice and mm. super quiet and pretty okay. easy to get there and all of that. But when it comes to the actual job, it's nothing like I've ever done before. Bless you, my darling. Oh, bless you. It's nothing like I've ever done before. And it is challenging in a way that I've never been challenged before. Um, and when that happens, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I hate feeling stupid. Yep. And... Um, it's really hard, and I think I might have said this already in a previous episode, but I get really hard on myself where I'm like, I should know this. And then I'm like, oh, but I don't. And right. when that happens, it just becomes very hard for me, and I become so hard on myself. And so I was having a great day today, and then all of a sudden my boss came and she gave me a stack of things to do that I had, in the moment, like, um, like I started to panic because I was like, I don't even know where to start with this. Like, you're mm-hmm. asking me... Um, I don't want to give specifics over my job or where I work or anything like that, but I work for a law firm and I have never worked in the legal system before. So there are so many things that I'm literally Googling what some of these words are because I just don't know. Yeah. And um, it's so foreign to me what they're asking me to do. And so she asked me to do this list of things and I didn't even know where to begin. And when that happened, I just felt like such shit. And right. I'm like, oh my God, I am so stupid. How can I not figure this out? Yeah. And... I got so upset and so frustrated. And then when I start thinking about that, then I'm like, I don't even want this job. And I'm like, that's not true. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like what you were saying. Like, I know what's true. But Mm -hmm. in that moment, I'm telling myself, like, you're an idiot. I can't believe you're thinking this. Like, of course, you don't know how to do this. Like, this is so above what you could possibly do, which in my healthier frame of mind, I know is not true. Right. Um... And then I I ended up figuring it all out and did a great job, but I think that I I allowed that, like, um, have you heard that quote where it's like, was it really a bad day or was it just five minutes that you milked for the mm-hmm. whole day? And I think that that's what I ended up doing. Like totally. it was like twenty minutes maybe of a shitty moment where I then like for the rest of the afternoon was like, like this sucks, <laughs> I hate this job, why am I here? And then, uh, full disclosure. Around I, I work until about like three fifteen, three thirty, and at two thirty, I was like, I'm gonna get myself coffee from our Keurig. We just got a new Keurig in the office, Ooh. and I was like, I'm gonna make myself some coffee. And I like, cause I wanted to pull myself out of it because yeah. I started to realize, I'm like, what are you doing, like? there's so much about this that you enjoy you right. like being challenged or so you say mm-hmm. so this was a challenge and guess what you figured it out and you knocked it out of the park like yeah. let it go yeah um, but it is hard being in such a new environment mm-hmm. that I I don't know that much about every other job maybe aside from working for you honestly mm-hmm. with Daisy Natives like I feel like every other job I had some sort of an idea as to kind of what I was doing and with this I'm like, oh, I don't know any of this. Right. Um but and all of that does suck. And there's moments where it's great because my boss is awesome. And um I feel like I just pulled a whole bunch of my hair out and i probably, No, you're good. Okay. You're good. Uh <laughs> sorry, I start to like fidget while I'm like chatting. <laughs> um, so my boss is awesome and the office is great and there's wonderful things like that, but the workload can feel overwhelming just because I have no Definitely. idea what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Um But what's super awesome, and I really want to say this, is that my mom works for the same company Mm -hmm. and she doesn't work in my office. She works in another office. um, And we have this like messaging, I can't even say that, messaging system. Mm -hmm. So I can like, I am her. Um, or I can call her extension and we can, I can ask her questions, which is awesome. I mean, I've had an abundance of people say if I need any help that they would help me, but Mm -hmm. it's so cool to be able to just like pick up the phone and be like, Hey mom. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) I love it. And then sometimes all I am her and I'll be like only two more hours left. Like, you know, and then we can come home and bitch about our day. And so much of it is similar. Um, she's obviously the position above me and she's been doing it for, since she was 16. Um, I don't want to, I feel like she sometimes doesn't like talking about her age, but she's been doing it for (laughs) a few decades. Uh, I've been doing it for three weeks. Uh And so it's cool because she has just this like, like insane wealth of knowledge when it comes to this. And I will say, I do not think I ever gave her enough credit for being Mm -hmm. such a badass Mm -hmm. until I started working in this office because I thought I understood her job and i really didn't and i not only did i not understand the job i didn't understand just how much she needs to know how much um she cares about her clients and how much she goes out of her way for some of them where i'm like you do that like Mm -hmm. you don't have to and she's like yeah i know but i know them at this point so if it makes it easier for them i'll do it and that is probably the coolest thing like coming out of this experience so far um I'm I'm just like blown away by her you know and, and what she's been able to do with her career and the amount of information that she has just tucked away in her brain and what's even more badass which I don't know if she would see it this way she's very quick to say what she doesn't know mm-hmm. and I love that because instead of saying you know like oh i don't even know what she would say but she's very honest and she'll say actually i don't know what that is but you could probably search it here or Mm -hmm. you know well why don't you ask this person like they might be able to help you out and that takes strength and that takes a lot of confidence to be able to say i don't know this yeah um and i think it's just brought us closer and we kind of commute together which is kind of fun and um in just three weeks, like, it's brought us a lot closer, and I do That's love awesome. that. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Plus, it's fun to see her in a work environment.
0: I was just going to say that. it, It's so, um, it's like seeing a teacher out in public. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's like seeing your parents, like, in their work environment mm-hmm. is so weird and yeah, awesome. it is. Yeah.
1: And, um, I feel like between the two of us, I am typically more known as like the outgoing and chatty one and I see her like walking to her office and she's like good morning good morning like hey how was your weekend like she's so social <laughs> at work um and obviously she's my mom so I think she's fucking amazing but like uh just seeing her interact with all of these people that I don't typically get to see her interact with yeah it's just so fun and that's been a really really cool experience so yeah um I feel like feeling overwhelmed with work, but I'm feeling really grateful for my personal life. Mm -hmm. And it's this weird balance. I'm like, okay, maybe work still needs a little bit more figuring out. But Mm
0: -hmm. lately,
1: the people that are in my life, I I don't know, I'm just feeling really connected with everybody. And I love that. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Wait, back to seeing your mom in a work environment. Mm -hmm. You know, that scene in parent trap? Where, um, uh, Annie, no, what are their names? Uh, Haley, who's, who's as Annie yes. in, uh-huh. in London mm-hmm. goes to the dress shop that her yes. mom runs and she goes, my mom is so cool. Yeah.
1: That's, <laughs> that's, that's my life right now. <laughs> I know.
0: That's literally how I, because you get to see their friends and like how they are in social situations where they've been like a prominent, obviously, mother figure in your life.
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's so fun.
1: It is fun. And I, yeah, it's just, it's, you definitely like hit the nail on the head with that because I think my mom's awesome. Yeah, I like hanging out with her. Like, sh- she knows that she drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, we drive each other crazy, and we like bicker and go back and forth. But we're also like giggling, and we give each other the best hugs. And yeah. like, it's such a mother-daughter relationship. Even yeah. though I'm gonna be 35, like yeah. that'll be like that for the rest of my life. And I'm and I'm so grateful for that. So it's so true. Like seeing her in a office position and with her coworkers, and all, I'm like. God, you're so cool. (laughs)
0: My mom is so cool. (laughs) She
1: really is. And I know she's listening, and I know she's going to be like, oh, my God, stop. And I don't care. Like, I will... Like, I keep talking about this, and I'm like, no, I love it. I love it so much. Um, And it's kind of fun to be able to have something that we get to connect on you know we yeah. have co-workers in common now and that was never the case before so that's really cool it's kind of fun to have her be like oh did you know this person's going on vacation here that sounds so cool and i'm like i know who that person is so that's it's kind of fun really fun yeah so that's a really big plus that i keep kind of focusing on yeah that's awesome so, yeah but yeah that's how i'm feeling that's awesome thanks yeah. you're doing great thank you trying to remind myself of that for sure but as you should thank you
0: i saw my mom over the weekend too that's right and she gave me a loaf of beautiful bread and like three ripe avocados that's love and hand me down (laughs) shoes excuse me leslie (laughs) what on earth did i do to deserve three ripe (laughs) avocados and Beautiful multi-grain bread.
1: Oh my God. so <sighs> weight to your heart right there. Seriously. Yeah, she's amazing.
0: Moms are the best. Yes. We're very this episode lucky. sponsored by oh. Awesome moms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we're really really lucky.
0: And high functioning depression. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: All right, are you ready to dive into our messenger question?
0: Yes. Can, oh. I, can I do it this oh, time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you haven't okay. done it
1: yet. <laughs>
0: okay, I'm so
1: excited. Oh my God, you're really digging in. <laughs> I'm digging in, girl.
0: <laughs> okay. Ooh! Oh, you pulled out the double. Two. All right, first one. When was the last time you felt really proud of someone in your family? Ooh. The Hooga game. (laughs) Hooga. Hooga. I love it. I'll never get tired of saying it.
1: Okay, repeat it
0: again. When was the last time you felt really proud of someone in your family?
1: Okay. I'm ready. You ready? ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. Nico and Jess just got married. I feel like I've mentioned that mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, oh, God. This is really going to be an emotional episode. I know, girl. Let it out. Um, it was... Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> it was such a beautiful day, which is wild because it hailed and it rained. Yeah. Um, But emotionally, it was such a beautiful day. And there were so many things that led up to it. Like, you know... um family losses and COVID and everything mm-hmm. had to get postponed. And they really, really, really got put through the ringer mm-hmm. um, during COVID. So much happened in their lives leading up to their wedding. And it wasn't fair and it's not fair. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing them on their wedding day, like, I I don't even know where to begin. Um, seeing Jess, who was just... So happy and just You're so made me cry full. now. I know. We, we, were t- all t- t- we talked then. about this yesterday. <laughs> I was full on
0: sobbing like a good half of the wedding.
1: <laughs> See, yeah. I feel bad. All of their wedding pictures. So uh <sighs> for anyone who doesn't know, I was Nico's best person, like best woman, best man, yeah. whatever you want to call it. We decided when we were younger that if I get married, he'll be my man of honor, and when mm-hmm. he got married, I would be his best woman. Um And so, as best woman, I'm standing right behind him. But the way that it got set up, the groomsmen were a little bit more packed in than the bridesmaids. Yeah. So, I am, like, on him. (laughs) Like, my (laughs) boobs touching his back. Like, that's how (laughs) close we were. And so, therefore, um, two things. One, it gave me direct line of sight to Jess. Nope. Which was not good. Nope. Because I love her so much. (laughs) And that was just not good for me. Um, And two... Any picture or video of Nico, I'm literally the parrot on his shoulder. Like, my my face is right there over <laughs> his shoulder in every Just, picture or video. Every one of them, I'm either smiling so hard it looks like my cheeks are going to crack, <laughs> or I'm crying It's <laughs> <laughs> one or the other. Um, and so watching them um, be fully present and in the moment yeah. after having such a tumultuous year was so beautiful and so oh my wonderful gosh, yeah and um just watching them go through the day and be fully present and fully in the moment um and then at the same time they both decided to write their own vows and i had um like, I kind of knew what each one was going to say to the other because they wanted, like, an impartial... Well, I don't know about impartial because I love them both so much. But they want an impartial party to kind of read their vows just to yeah. see, you know, like, yeah. is one super funny and the other one's really emotional? Right, right. Um, anyway, but really hearing them out loud being said in front of all their family, everyone that they love, mm-hmm. um, it just reminded me. They've been together for 10 years now. Um, the journey that the two of them have been on Mm -hmm. uh, individually but together and I just felt such a like outpouring of pride where there were all throughout the day you know I was getting ready with Jess in the morning and then getting ready with Nico but like I'm getting ready with Nico he's getting dressed in his tuxedo and I couldn't help but think like Nico's five years younger than me. So I'm like, we're, like my little baby brother, which it's been mm-hmm. a long time since Nico was my baby brother. But like, there's this moment where you think like, oh my God, I remember when you were a toddler. You know, I remember when you were 10 and driving me fucking crazy. Like I remember yeah. all of it. And so um, it, it was kind of mind blowing to just see him getting ready on his wedding day. And then I had always hoped, but could never really picture loving his future wife as much as I love Jess. Like I had always Mm -hmm. hoped that I'd I'd love his future wife as a sister but the amount that I love Jess is just like overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. And so um, like seeing her get ready that day and seeing her interact with everyone and just be so happy and content and just like fully present in the moment I was just blown away because I remember who she was 10 years ago when she was brought into our lives and And now, like, she's been one of us for so long already. And that day Mm -hmm. was just making it, like, legal, you know. Um, And then, yeah, hearing their vows and hearing them speak to each other in that way and just thinking of where they started and where they are now, it just blew my mind. And it was amazing. And, um, yeah, I just felt so much pride in both of them. And pride in being able to say – Oh, this is really good. Oh, God. I know. Let it out, girl. But just being able to say, like, that's my brother and my sister was just Mm -hmm. mind-blowing. Like, yeah. And I feel like I've thought that and I've said that before. Like, I've been calling Jess my sister for years now. Mm -hmm. But to really have it official to hear her say her vows out loud to Nico, like, to hear Nico say his vows out loud to her, I was just like... God, I'm so lucky that this love not only exists, but that they're a part of my life and that I get to experience it. And mm-hmm. and I'm just so proud of the people that they became over the last 10 years from being with each other. Like, yeah. I said it in my speech, but like, Jess absolutely, absolutely helped Nico become the man that he is today. Yeah. And I will always be grateful for that. And... um. At the end of the day, like, Nico brought out this amazing silliness in Jess. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though her dad jokes are the worst. (laughs) But you can't (laughs) help but laugh. (laughs) Because they're so bad. Some of them are funny. I will give her that. Um, But, yeah, just seeing them together and all of that and it being really the culmination of the last 10 years and how they've grown. I just, as someone who feels like a big sister to both of them, I just felt so proud of them. And... I am so grateful and honored that I get to, um, I don't know, spend the rest of my life being their big sister, you know? And oh my God. I just love them both so much. And that's the first thing that came into my mind when I was like, when was last?" And I'm sure if I had to come up with a list, I could come up with a few other people and a few other things. But like, that's yeah, the first totally. thing where I'm like, Oh man, I just felt so much pride, uh, in the two of them in that moment. So yeah. Yeah. That was a beautiful day. Yeah. I'm so happy you were there. You could see it all. And Um, then you cried as much as I did.
0: I was a freaking blubbering mess. (laughs) Yeah. And they just, like, stared at each other the whole day. And it was so beautiful.
1: When they were dancing their first dance, they were singing the lyrics to each other. No. And I was like, stop. Stop. (laughs) You've put us through enough already. (laughs) Um, What was a really... uh, wonderful thing for me to have that day we've talked about this yeah Harold was a groomsman yeah and um all of the groomsmen were absolutely amazing and they're all guys that feel like family Uh, some of them are actual family but Mm -hmm. uh, the rest all feel like family um but I don't know just like having like so many of these people that I love But being able to just, like, Harold and I just get along so well, and we're always, like, joking, and I totally get a sense of humor and stuff. Mm -hmm. And all of us getting ready that morning, like, any time that I'd feel overwhelmed, it was so nice to be able to see all of these guys that I love so much, like, including Harold, just be there. And be like, yes, we get to experience this together. Like, this is so freaking cool. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great day.
0: It was the best day. Yeah. It was perfect. It
1: really was. Hail and all.
0: Hail and all. I know. Yeah. I know. What about you? Um, I'm going to go with Harold. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now I'm going to get emotional. Yeah. Um, and I know he's like right on the other side of this room, so. (laughs) If you hear this, no you didn't. You can hear it later, okay? Um. (laughs) Um he has really, like, taken charge of his mental health yeah. in the past, um, like, two years. Mm-hmm. And it's been really, really beautiful to see. And I know that it took a little pushing on my end, which I am... I, I'll i take that credit. Oh, like, yeah. I think it's... Um, marriage is definitely a partnership um so yeah just being able to get to the place where he is right now and him you know being able to talk to me and open up and be like hey this is not okay what i'm going through right now like i need help Is like super amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, oh my gosh, we, I think we were just talking about this Mm -hmm. because we do want to have a mental health episode. Yeah. And I think we are going to have Harold on (sighs) as a guest.
1: I would love that.
0: Um, to talk about his mental health as a man.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I think it is very different. Um, between men and women. Yeah. Right now. I know that therapy is like such a a thing that we're talking about now, which mm-hmm. is so awesome and it's we're being super open as mm-hmm. as women, I will say, basically women. I and I don't think that men get enough push yeah. to go into therapy and like take control of their mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the fact that he was like, I think I need to do this to become a better person
1: Yeah.
0: is so great. And I could not, like, ask for a better partner now. Like, just, and I know a lot of people are living, um... With partners who feel the complete opposite.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Um, who will never go to therapy, and who, if you bring it up, they'll laugh in your face. Yeah. And so, it's, it's a really, awesome step to see, um, someone you love so much,
1: mm. just take control. Yeah. Yeah. It's drastically changed his life. Oh, for, for the sure. better. Yeah. Yeah. I think mean, I you know I completely agree with you. I think that unfortunately for as many strides as we've taken um, in the overall conversation of mental health for women, we definitely haven't taken that many steps for men. Yeah. And there is so much pushback um oh, for, for sure. men seeking any form of help. Yeah. And it's such a shame. I heard a statistic today that said men are 80% more likely to die by drowning because they didn't take the time to properly learn how to swim because they felt like as men they should have just known. Yeah. And that typically starts from childhood. Wow. And so in that example, it's like he could have easily, like so many other people, just said, it's not that big of a deal. Or I'll just deal with it or whatever. And you're right. It's so fucking amazing that instead went. No, I don't want to continue living like this. Yeah, I want to be better. I want my life to be better. I want our relationship to be better. Like all right. of it. Exactly. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm really proud of you. Me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I. I love that you um, gave yourself some of that credit.
0: Yeah, I. I. I think me and Harold have had that conversation and. He does give me full credit. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for you to push me, um, he wouldn't have gone. Yeah. So, I think you just, obviously, if you're in any kind of partnership, just, like, it's really important to be in tune to all of that, yeah. I think. For both of you.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: For both of you. Yeah. Because when you're in a relationship, like, for 10 years, Mm. like, me and Harold, like, we become one. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Like, you feel what I feel. I feel what you feel. Yeah. And we, this is something that we're going to tackle together. Yeah. You know? So.
1: That's a real partnership right there. think in a lot of relationships some people might say well that's your problem yeah i'm good yeah so you figure out your shit right and you have a very different way of looking at it which i think is a really beautiful way of looking at it which is we're a partnership we're a team we're teammates right so this is something you're struggling with i'm gonna support you i'll do whatever i can to help you know he'll do the same for you exactly you know um And I love that you guys felt comfortable enough to have that conversation with each other. Yeah. Because like you said, there's some relationships where people don't feel like they can voice their concern. Yeah. They can voice their struggles. Right. Unfortunately, that's the case for a lot of people. I'm Mm -hmm. glad that you guys are an exception.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think we just, I feel like we have a a rendition of that conversation like every day. Like I'm just so grateful for you being you. Yeah. That's beautiful like just there's so many shitty relationships that people get themselves into mm-hmm. and I, we are so lucky to just be on the same, same wavelength yeah about not everything i'm not saying our relationship is perfect mm-hmm. not not at all but just yeah it's it's been really good
1: yeah something as big as mental health yeah a lot of the other stuff after that probably feels like yeah. we can figure this out
0: no i think mental health is like a huge part mm-hmm. of <clears throat> a relationship yeah you know absolutely
1: it affects every single aspect of your life yeah so to pretend like it doesn't exist or, or to pretend like your struggles within your mental health uh, don't exist Exactly. You're just doing yourself a disservice, but you're also doing your partner a disservice and your relationship a right. disservice. Um, and, yeah, hearing you talk, like, so beautifully about it, it does make my heart kind of break for anyone who's in a relationship that doesn't feel like they can say that they're struggling or that they can talk to their partner who is clearly struggling. Totally. Because that's, yeah, that's something wonderful that you guys have. Yeah. And it changed your lives. Seriously. Wow. Yeah, I'm very, very lucky. What
0: a little nugget. Uh, little nugget. He's we so
1: love, you. we oh love you. We do love you, good.
0: All right. Should we do another one? Yeah. All right. I'm ready. Oh man. Please don't make us cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or it could be like a super simple one. Who knows what's gonna come out?
0: Yeah. I feel like we've been really lucky.
1: Yeah, we have been.
0: Okay. Okay. Are you missing anyone right now? Do you think they're missing you too? <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> Did you pause because you didn't you knew I probably wasn't gonna <laughs> wanna answer? <laughs> we don't have.
0: we don't have to. I could put it back. We can pretend this never happened.
1: We can do it. Okay. I think this is okay if we go back to one of our older episodes i made a comment where i said i can very easily come up with an answer that i feel comfortable giving Mm -hmm. that comes across as honest but it's very rarely the full honesty Mm -hmm. or the full honest answer and one of the things i wanted to do with this podcast is challenge myself to dive in more and be extra vulnerable and extra honest Yeah. I'm dragging out my words because I'm like, it's a tough question. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first?
0: I honestly have no one in mind. Oh,
1: okay. That's that's a good answer, too. Is that bad? No, your life feels full. All right, let me think about this. Yeah. Okay, you go first. Well, because, I mean, that's a... It's a heavy-hitting question. It is. So it's not like, hey, who of your friends do you miss because you haven't seen them in a while? It's it's clearly, like, heavier than that. It's meant to be heavier than that. Totally. So, yeah. Can you repeat the question again? It's like I know it, but I... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, are you missing anyone right now? And do you think they are missing
1: you too? Um obviously my answer is yes by anyone who's listening and they can tell just how uncomfortable I am um I my heart's racing they're and I'm gonna cry I know they're um wow and I think the reason why this is so hard is because I don't know the answer to the second question um shit So basically, there was someone who came into my life while we were living in Austin. Mm -hmm. And to say it fully out loud, like meeting him changed my life, Mm -hmm. changed my world, changed my perspective on so many things. I have never met anyone who challenged me the way that he did that got me to open up in a record time um, Mm -hmm. because I don't do that well and who made me feel insanely safe and ridiculously special and obviously I live here now and um how that has all turned out is not something that is what I would have wanted Mm -hmm. um I want to respect this person's privacy, so therefore I'm not going to go into, like, specific details. Anyone who's in my life currently that I'm close to, they know exactly who I'm talking about. But my point is, meeting him changed everything for me. It changed the future that I see for myself. It changed me for the better because there were things that he said to me, things that he showed me that um, drastically changed who I am. And I feel like you were in it with me every day out there and you would see me and you'd be like, oh, I know that smile. Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) Um, a chocolate chip cookie smile. That's a chocolate chip cookie smile. And um, if given the chance, I I definitely would have hoped that our story would go one specific way. And as of right now, I'm living in New Jersey and single. Um, so obviously the outcome isn't what I wanted. Um, and it's been really, really, really hard. Yeah. And I think that... Um, I say, I know I say the, the saying, both things can be true. Mm-hmm. And that is the case with this where it's like, both things can be true. I can be... Very happy that I'm living in New Jersey Mm -hmm. and very excited for my life here and so grateful you and Harold moved back too Mm -hmm. and happy I get to see Nico and Jess all the time and Liz and all my cousins and I get to reconnect with my family and I can put down roots here which is what I always wanted. I always knew I was going to move back and I can be ecstatic for that and I can be absolutely heartbroken at the same time. And I think when I first moved back, some people had an idea. And so therefore, it was almost like there was a grace period, you know, where it was like, oh, well, you know, the transition's really hard. And there are people that are still there that you clearly care about. And so it makes sense that you would be a little sad and happy at the same time. Um, Shout out to Casey Musgraves for (laughs) her beautiful song that applies to so much. Um, But after all of this time it's been months and I think that the only people that I really open up to about it is you and Liz and Jill Mm -hmm. and even I keep waiting for the moment where I go oh you know what I'm okay I'm past it I've moved on you know it doesn't hurt as much but that's just not true Mm -hmm. and um We were even together the other day on 4th of July. Me, you, Harold, a whole bunch of people, my family. um, And Liz was there. And after you left, uh, Liz asked, we started talking about him. And she was asking me how I was feeling. And I was being really honest with her. And I was like, you know, I can sit here and enjoy this beautiful day of a picnic where there are so many people here that I love and I'm so happy. But at the same time, like, that heartbreak is still there. And Mm -hmm. I still struggle with it. And I think about him a lot and there's so many things that went unsaid that I know at the time I was thinking and so many people were thinking like, just say it, like, don't hold back. Just fucking say it and let the chips fall where they may. I said that. You Mm -hmm. said it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Harold said it like so many people did Mm -hmm. and I didn't do that. I did it in a way that I felt comfortable. Yeah. And uh, because I was so scared. Yeah. And it's just a fact. There's nothing I can do to change that. Um, But it really, really, really sucks because I just feel like there is this huge part of me that is still stuck. And I am going to be honest, like I'm on Hinge, which I feel fucking hate dating apps but it's 2021 and it's what everybody's doing
0: this episode is not
1: sponsored by (laughs) dating apps (sighs) um and so i'm like on these apps and i'm swiping because like what else are you supposed to do when you're moving on like i'm doing all the other stuff like taking time for myself spending time with friends and family planning fun trips like i'm Mm -hmm. living a full life and it's not going away Feelings aren't going away. The heartbreak isn't going away. Like, none of it. And so I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do the thing that I don't want to fucking do, which is swipe on apps. Which, that's not putting any good positivity out there (laughs) into the world, by the way. You mean you're not going to find your soulmate with that attitude? (laughs) Uh, And so uh, it's just um, just proving to be so much harder to move on than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And... I think at the end of the day I just miss him so much. I know. And I'm um like just even all of the the really stupid little things. Yeah. You know, and I miss just talking to him and I miss like um I know you're like this with me too. Like you let me nerd out on whatever I want to nerd out on. Mm-hmm. And if I decide that I, if I read a 400 page book and I wanted to come and tell you all about it, like you'll listen, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm, and I'm super grateful for that. But like he was someone who, if I would say like, Oh, I just finished this book last night. He's like, Oh my God, tell me all about it. And I'm like, like <laughs> going a mile a minute, you know, or, um, I just felt a very, very comfortable to completely be myself. And, um, there were just aspects of his personality that I had been looking for for so long. And I don't want to sit here and be super sad and say like, I'll never find that again. But in my mind, like it took 33 years to find it, you know? And when I did, it just kind of felt like, Oh, this is it, you know? Like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been looking for. Like this person who is so difficult and more stubborn than I am and drove me crazy at the same time felt like home Mm. and it just made perfect sense and it also didn't, Mm. you know, and obviously I'm here, but I think that I, miss him so much more than I've ever really let myself say out loud. Yeah. And it really sucks because it's the big moments and then it's the oh my god, I just finished a movie that was so good and I want to tell you about it. Mm -hmm. And I can't. Um, And I think what makes it also really hard is I don't know what his answer would be to the second question of whether or not he misses me. Because there's a part of me Kind of like we were saying earlier, like, one part of you says one thing and the other part says the other. Yeah. Where there's a part of me that's like, of course he does. Like, that connection was unlike anything I've ever experienced. Like, anyone who saw us together was always like, oh, my God, like, what is going on here? Like, you know. Um, And so there's a part of me that thinks, of course he misses me. Um, And then there's another part of me that goes. No.
0: Of course he misses you. (laughs) Stop it right there.
1: I know. I would say... So what I'll say is the part of me that feels unworthy of love. Yeah. If we're going to be full honest. Yeah. The part of me that feels unworthy of love is like, no. Like, no, that's over and you can't move on, but he was easily able to move on and that whole story is over and just let it go and move on with your life and... That's it, you caught a glimmer of it, and that's all you're gonna get. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna be super happy for everybody else around you who's found their person and who got married and who's starting families, and you're just gonna focus on you. And you're gonna buy your own house, which is like not a bad thing, but it's like you're gonna focus on your life and you're gonna travel and you're gonna buy a house and you're gonna live a wonderful life. And you ha- you saw it for a second and it just went away and that's like what the again like sad feeling unworthy of love downward spiral version of Christine tells me and then when i'm in a much healthier headspace i'm like no like that that connection was real you know yeah. whether it whether circumstances change or they don't no matter what that connection was real and anyone would miss that so right um, but it's tough. It's really, really, really tough because I just keep thinking as time goes by, it's gonna get easier, and I'm sure that it will, but it hasn't yet. Yeah. And it always catches me off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, just how hard it still is. Yeah. Because I moved back what in December or no in November, and it's July. Yeah. And I understand it's not even been a year, but in my brain, I'm like, God, like, you're still crying this hard over this? Like, you're still this sad over this? Um, and, yeah, it's just, it's hard. And I, I'm sure other people who have gone through heartbreak will relate. You get to a point where you're like, I don't know how much more I can talk about this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's nothing new to say it sucks and it hurts like hell and I miss this person so much and I would give anything to be able to just pick up the phone and call them and tell them that but that's not the case and you just start to feel like a broken record and I'm like I don't know I can't find any other way to say this and so you start to think like well I'm not gonna keep telling the same fucking three women in my life the same thing over and over again
0: you know and but you can because we love you and we care about what you're going through yeah
1: I know, and I'm very lucky for that, but it does suck, and, you know, it's do, just tough.
0: Do, does <clears throat> um, non-headstrong Christine <laughs> have any regrets about the situation?
1: Um, no no it's weird no because I really think if I was still in Austin like I'm I'm me you know and I don't know if I would have acted any differently if I would have made maybe more significant proclamations of feelings um I, yeah, I don't, it's like, I don't, I don't regret anything that I have control over. Cause okay. I don't, I just, I know how I am, you yeah. know? And, um, I feel things very strongly, but I don't always feel comfortable voicing them. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I know I need to work on, but I can't sit here and go, Oh, I should have done it because I wouldn't have, yeah. I know myself, yeah. you know? And that's what was always so hard with everyone being like just say it like you're screaming it from the inside just say it and I was like that's I'm not gonna do it I know myself like I wasn't gonna do it and I didn't do it and you know that's probably why I'm in the situation that I'm in um I just wish things had been different in general from the very beginning and there's just nothing I can do about that and That makes me feel um, like so many things are out of my control and that's also really frustrating. But Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's also really weird. None of it really feels finished, if that makes any sense. Like, I know that the universe and God, Santa Claus, Dumbledore, whatever you want to believe in. Like, (laughs) nobody owes you closure, you know. Yeah. Um, And I believe that. But there's something about it. It just doesn't feel finished and downward spiral christine i'm like that's ridiculous it's done let it go like you didn't mean anything to this person um but better mental health christine is definitely like no this isn't over yet you know it still might not work out exactly as you hope it will but it's not over you Mm -hmm. know and hopefully a conversation will be had at some point and we'll be able to maybe talk some things through but um it is really hard missing someone that much yeah especially someone who brought so much joy to my life and so much laughter oh yeah um and it's hard cuz it's like i have so much of that already so there is a little part of me that's like how dare you ask for more like i have joy and laughter from oh, like oh, no. i know but like being fully honest like there's that little like i don't know i was going to say minion but then i thought of the cute little ones despicable <laughs> me but there's like this gremlin <laughs> inside of me right (laughs) that sounds dirty like there's a gremlin you know that says the really mean things to yourself where I'm like maybe you capped out like you have Nico, Jess and Liz and Sarah and Harold and Jill and just this circle of people that I love that bring me happiness and joy gets bigger and bigger from there and I'm like maybe I just capped out and then I know that that's not true but like in those dark moments I'm like oh, that's what I'm letting myself think. You know, that's when I put on a sad movie and I let myself cry it out. (laughs) And then the next day I'm like, okay, I needed to just feel that and cry and just let it all out. And, um, but. You're not topped
0: out because you still feel a little hole in you.
1: I think that that's what sucks as well is that I wasn't really sure if it was out there. To be honest. And then I feel like I found it. And right now it isn't what I want it to be. Yeah. And that really, really, really sucks. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, like I said earlier, that's who I want to talk to. And that's who... I want to call on my long days, and that's who I want to listen to ramble on and on about some documentary they just watched, and that's who I want to build Legos with, and even watch scary movies with, which sounds ridiculous because <gasps> I don't watch scary movies, but, like, that's, that's what I mean. It's, like, it's totally different, and it's unlike anything else I had ever really experienced, and it scared me, I think, just how much I was willing to... Um, I don't know enjoy and experience and all this stuff with this specific person and so um, the situation being what it is, it fucking sucks Yes. Yeah, I miss him a lot and if I think about it too much obviously I start crying and <laughs> it sucks that was really uncomfortable to say. I know but you did it thank you Yeah. Yeah. So, if there's anybody else who's missing someone, (laughs) you're not alone. No. And I'm with you. And it sucks. And I'm hoping for the both of us that it gets a little bit easier to breathe. Because honestly, some days it just knocks me out. And... If you feel like maybe you're even tired of it yourself, I get it, and I'm sorry you're going through it, but you're not the only one, because it's hard. Yeah, sorry for sniffling in your ears. <laughs> I just as I sniffled I'm like, oh, that's in someone's ear hole. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hi. I love you and I'm sorry.
1: I love you. Thank you for listening.
0: Always. Thanks. I
1: don't care how. What what happens? Olive comes to give me love.
0: Yep, exactly. (laughs)
1: That's all I need. Hi, honey. I know, but you do have to get down.
0: (laughs) I don't care how many times. You have to tell me the same thing. I'm always going to be here for you, bitch. I love you, bitch. (laughs) Never gonna stop loving you, bitch.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna end it there, I think. <laughs> um, also, I'm not gonna answer the question because I don't, I can't think of anyone. And Good. if I just say a name, it's gonna feel forced and you're gonna know I'm bullshitting. So I'm not gonna do that.
1: Oh, hello. I love that.
0: Um, That's some honesty right there. I'm sorry. I'm I'm very content. That's a good thing. And I carry your sadness in me. So.
1: Oh, honey, I love you.
0: I love you. So I will take some of that from you. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) Also. Oh yeah. We wanted to give a shout out. Oh yeah. To Jenna. Oh Jenna. Who wrote us the nicest email, and we appreciate you so much. Yeah. And we, I, I sent it to Christine this morning after I read it <laughs> when it came on my phone. I was like one eye open on my phone <laughs> reading my emails, and you are amazing thank you so much for listening and connecting with us and crying with us and just like wanting to hang out with us so we really really appreciate you yeah and we love you and thank you yeah so much seeing
1: that email uh was probably like the highlight of the day it really was it was so sweet and so heartfelt and vulnerable and we both really, really appreciate it. And I think that um, that's something that I definitely want to add. Like, this is just it's it's me and Sarah. It's me and you running the whole show here, <laughs> uh, except Harold is our IT and Olive is our yes. mascot. So yeah. <laughs> it's a family effort. But um, my point being is that if you're sending an email, like it's going to Sarah's phone, you it know, is, yeah. and then she's going to share it to me, share it with me. And I, I'll give you the login so you oh, can yeah. get it too. Thanks. Um, like, but, you're, you're reaching us. Yeah. If you're DMing us, if you're commenting on our Instagram posts. Um, like, Which we're
0: going to get better about. I'm so sorry. I, I just, like, haven't been all there lately. And we're also
1: going to work on it together because that's a lot to just put on your shoulders. Yeah.
0: That'll make yeah. me feel a little bit better.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Um, but my point being is, like, if you're reaching out, you're getting one of us. For both of us who knows um and so like please don't think oh if I reach out like who knows if they're even gonna see it or read it like we love that and it makes us feel more connected mm-hmm. to you guys and um it's wonderful so yeah you know for anyone who has reached out thank you so much Jenna that email was absolutely amazing and it, it really touched beautiful. both of us so I'm thank gonna you. read it every day Yeah, I literally came home and I had left my phone in the car and I was like, mom, I have an email to read to you. I was like, what? My phone's in the car. When I get home later, I'll read it to you.
0: That was like our first piece of fan mail and it's very, very surreal that you guys are actually listening to like full full ass episodes of us just (laughs) babbling and crying in your ears
1: absolutely like in my mind i'm like oh my mom your mom i know my dad's listening nico liz just like jill like it's like a very like harold's like you know and then when we find out anybody else is listening or like my cousins will respond they're like oh that episode was great i'm like you're listening yeah what yeah so yeah thank you for everyone who's been reaching out you're awesome we really appreciate you thanks for listening
0: um, and with that being said, if you would like to reach out to us and just say hi, or if you want us to add a, some questions to the mason jar, you can email us at Society at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at Society, and uh, rate and review us on iTunes. That's like oh, a huge yeah. one um that'll help us get up in the charts
1: absolutely yeah
0: um and thank you for listening and we love you and appreciate you yeah and letting us thank you for letting us cry in your ears oh
1: yeah and snuffle. sorry girl <laughs> own
0: it get them burger bu- <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna
1: get my burgers and my boogers <laughs>
0: Uh, oh I love it so much let Christine's boogers fill your ears okay
1: (laughs) just let her let her do it oh my god I love it (laughs) this is what I mean where it's like when I cry it's like cry cry like full on sniffle you're all cute and pretty and like misty eye This makes your bright eyes like shine even more I'm like that's cool I'm over here snot dribbling down my lips girl. wait
0: before we go I came home from your parents' house last night, mm-hmm. and I just cried uncontrollably oh, because honey. I was just like feeling like such shit. Mm-hmm. And I woke up this morning, and I had like a sty eye. So oh. so just know that when I full on cry, <laughs> I wake up looking like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay, no. poor <laughs> little guy. Oh, poor little guy. Um, so. Your sniffles, mm-hmm. my swollen eyes. Yes, it's all we, beautiful. We make beautiful, crying people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Okay, anyways. We love I'm you. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>